Hello, welcome to Raw Treasures. Thank you for joining us. Our goal is to help you apply God's word to your daily life. Now, let's join our host, Dr. Edna Stafford. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about kept for the master's use. And I'll be coming from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. And this is a portion of the letter that Paul writes to uh, Timothy. And he says, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. And as I stated that Paul was in prison, but it did not stop his ministry. He carried it on through others like Timothy. He had lost all of his possessions, but not his faith. He trusted God to use him regardless of the circumstances. And this is the attitude that we have to take as saints of God. No matter what I'm going through, Lord, use me anyhow. You got to give your circumstances to God. He will guard your faith and guard all you've entrusted to him. There's security in him. He'll keep you and what belongs to you. No one can take away anything that God has for you. What's for you is for you. Now, the, cl- the closer you are to God, the stronger you will become. So don't look at your circumstances. Know that God is going to bring you through. And I'm going to talk about three topics. The first topic is kept through prayer. The second topic is kept through the promises. And the third topic is kept through patience. first topic is how to be kept through prayer. We've got to be consistent in prayer in order to be kept for the master's use. When, and when I say consistent in prayer, we got to think like Paul said, when he says pray without ceasing. And that doesn't mean on your knees constantly. We got to have an attitude of prayer, conscious of spending time with God. Pray prayers of faith. What do our prayers look like to God? What do we say when we pray? Watch the, our mouth after we pray. See, you can't pray a prayer of faith and then talk negative. You kill the power of the prayer. And we got to watch the circumstances and don't let the circumstances dictate our prayers. We've got to trust God. You see, you got to put your trust in God and leave it there. Don't let anybody talk you out of your blessing and you trust God by staying closer to him. And the closer you are, the stronger your relationship is with God. And so I say, pray without ceasing, pray continually. And that's having an attitude of pray. Pray when it feels right, pray when it doesn't feel right because you are not are going upon your feeling. Have a prayerful attitude. And this attitude is built on acknowledging your independence on God, that you are relying on God to come through, realizing his presence in your life. 
And when you realize the presence of God in your life, it will keep you walking respectfully and obeying God's will. You will allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. You won't lean to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, you will acknowledge him and allow him to direct your path. Let's go into the second topic. The second topic we're going to talk about is kept through the promises. God keeps his promise. So it's up to us to keep our promise. And I want to talk about don't neglect the word of God. I said that slowly because I want it to sink in. Don't neglect the word of God. Never get too busy. I feel that you don't have time for God. You got to create time to spend with God. And when I say create time, that means that you got to carve out some time, shut down some of the things that you think are important. That could be done at a later date. You got to shut those things down and say, God, I am carving this time out for you, whether it's in the morning or at night before you go to bed. God needs some time. But even at that, what's most important is learning to prioritize your day or events for the day. See, God, God wants us to spend time with him. He wants to talk to us. He wants a close relationship with us. Give God the day. And I say, watch what happens. Watch your frustration level go down when you give God the first of your day. Watch how your peace increases. Watch the calmness in you and your surroundings when you give God the first of your day. And look at how you are able to organize your events for the day when you give him the first of your day and i know many people have jobs that they have to go to in the morning maybe you can't give him an hour maybe you can start carving out 15 minutes of your morning with the lord when you start prioritizing that time with god in the morning god will make a way for you and so you don't neglect the word of God, talk to him before you get ready to face the public for that day. And I guarantee you, God will take you through it so smoothly. You'll want to spend more time with him. And the next thing is depend on God's word. The word of God says for us not to lean to our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path. Now that word lean uh, means that we are not to support our understanding with our finite mind because we are limited in our thinking. Don't let our mind support what we I want to do or our understanding, but to trust God in every situation, find the promises uh, in the word of God that meet our need and stand on those promises. We've got to be specific to God uh, when we go to him in prayer. Be specific. Let God know what you want. You don't go to the pharmacy if you got an earache and ask for eye medicine. You want something that's going to take care of the ear problem. So go to God's word. And be specific 
in the promises that God has already made because he's a God who keeps his word. Claim the promises and stand firm. As Paul says, when you have done everything to stand, he says stand. And that means don't be shaky. Don't be movable. Be immovable and stand on God's word. Let's go into topic number three, kept through patience. Reading from James chapter 1 verse 4, he says, But let patience have a perfect work, so that you may be perfect and entire one another. What is he talking about? He means when you or when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be strong in your character and ready for anything. So it, he's really telling us to be content, be patient. Wait up on God. Don't try and run ahead of him, but just wait up on him. As Isaiah said, wait up on the Lord and be of good courage. And so this is, this is what we have to do. And, and this is where we get our strength so that we can mount up with wings as eagles. And so let's see what God has to say about it. Don't move ahead of him, but wait for directions and not be impatient. Show contentment when you're waiting on God. See, a patience is not just sitting, doing nothing, but get busy while you're waiting and let God do what he has to do. And so, for when you want something, you've got to put your trust totally and directly upon God. Uh, the, the enemy will try and slip in other uh, things to you, uh, on the side, but you got to keep your focus, and it's so important. In order to keep patience, you got to keep your focus, and your focus has to be on what God has already promised you. And He's a God who cannot lie. He said, "Let every man be a liar, and he be the truth." See, for when you want uh, God to move in your life, God's timing is not your timing. He says, "Wait up on the Lord." And be of good courage. Good courage. It was The word was stipulated saying good courage. Not just of courage. But be of good courage. And so that's what we have to do. Be content and waiting upon the Lord. Go on about our business. Knowing that God is taking care of it. This is the perfect work of patience. Showing contentment. And waiting on God, not standing on a corner, twisting and uh, twisting our hands or getting other advice because you're not quite sure that God is going to come through. But when we ask God for it, put it in his hand and know that it's in good hand. He tells us to cast all, not some, but all of our cares up on him because he cares for us. This is what we must do as children of God. Faith is not enough. We've got to work that faith. And this is how we work that faith. It's by working through patience and contentment. Contentment. Waiting upon God. Knowing that he's going to renew our spirit day by day. I'd like to thank uh, the Solid Gray Inc. for the production work and training. Also, Angel DeMellis for opening voice over and 
Cassandra Danzler for our social media marketing. Now for our upcoming events. On Saturday, June 22nd, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., I will be conducting a part two spiritual warfare workshop at Bryant Temple AME Church, which is located at 2525 West Vernon Avenue, where the Reverend Wayne Jackson is the pastor, and that's here in the city of Los Angeles. And July the 21st at 10.30 a.m., I will be preaching at the Holy Trinity Lutheran Church. And the address is 9300 Crenshaw Boulevard in Inglewood, where Reverend James Phillips is the pastor. July the 28th at 10 a.m., I also will be preaching at Compton United Methodist Church. Reverend Arnetha Ings is the pastor, and she's located at 1025 West Long Beach Boulevard, Compton, California. So... If you miss any of these dates, don't forget to listen to my other episodes that are on the podcast. Visit my Facebook account, Edna Stafford, and my webpage, www.wordchangingministries.inc/wordpress.com, to enhance your spiritual connection and enlightenment. You can also tune in to our telephone Bible study every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. by dialing 818-962-8828. You don't even have to leave the comforts of your home. We are on the line from 6 to 7 p.m. You can also fellowship with me every Wednesday at 12 noon. Uh, with Bible study at Second AME Church, which is located at 5500 South Hoover Street in the city of Los Angeles, where the Reverend Carolyn Baskin Bell is the pastor. For more information, contact Word Changing Ministries, Dr. Edna Stafford, Post Office Box 553, Gardena, California, 90247.